0: Hi there, folks. My name is NervaWing24, and welcome to another episode of The Three Grumpy Simmers. The first episode, in fact, for 2021. Yes, I know, we're a little late, but, you know, we got there. We got there in the end. Uh, as we get started, <laughs> uh, I want to say a huge shout-out and a huge welcome to my two fellow Grumpy Simmers. First off, say hello, a wonderful hello, to Mr. Very Healthy, Sexy-Looking Sergio from HellySimmer.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't make this a really, really- Video now. No, no. Sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. Oh, man. I'm going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we
0: all? Uh, and of course, hello once again to our purple hat wearing Tomcat aficionado troop embarkation it's working, Drew Belgiode. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Eagle Dynamics. It's only been, what, two years since Troop and Bark has been broken and you finally fixed it. Hey. So everybody's been waiting for that Huey video that I've been working on for the last year. Yeah, it's coming soon. Is it two more weeks? (laughs) Two more weeks, yeah. First, I've got to get the first look video that I recorded tonight done. And then we'll work on the other one. The, so,
0: yeah. the, the best part was is that everybody was going bananas about the clouds and how the clouds look amazing mm. and the visuals look great, all this stuff looks all right. And then, me, all- I'm like,
1: the guys will actually get on board.
0: <laughs> and all we got was this, the troop embarkation is working. Anyway, all right. So, of course, we are here. It is 2021. It is a new year. And there has, of course, been a lot happening already. Um, Not necessarily the crystal ball that perhaps we saw. We'll have to review that a little bit later in the year. But things have, of course, been evolving in the sim world. And it is probably a good time for us to have a look at the sim Still of the hour, which of course is the behemoth that is Microsoft Flight Simulator, and we wanted to have a, a take a pause, take a moment, uh, to have a look at the state of the sim, and see where it's at, and see what's happening, and where where it's been, and where perhaps where we uh, might seem to think it's going, some of our inspiration and some of the things that we're seeing and observing. Uh, so we're going to do a did a little bit of a dissection of some of the events some of the battle rhythms and some of the maybe even some tips of how we can all improve our experience for that Um, so i'm sort of going to throw uh sort of first over to you Sergio just to say what's your what's your highlight of the uh the year so far when it comes to microsoft flight simulator and not just perhaps not even just the sim but also our greater community that's surrounding it
2: yeah well it's actually the community and it's actually the fact that people and developers are jumping on board not as fast um as i would like um but i think that has to do with the fact that the actual platform is not is not fully ready for prime time we hear a lot of developers uh complaining about the sdk and complaining about the lack of communication from microsoft (laughs) most of the time and um, we were just um, talking uh, a bit before we started recording and Drew just uh, hit the nail there, I think. Uh, I agree with him and when he says that there's there's a disconnection between Microsoft and the developers. I have I've had the opportunity to mm. communicate it to, my, to Microsoft and tell them that the developers do feel disconnected and they do feel like they don't... It's not just a matter of not having... Um, Part of the documentation they need to develop projects. It's not just a matter of not having all the tools they need. That you know, that that is something that it comes over time. Microsoft will eventually do it and eventually get better documentation and better tools. Mm-hmm. uh From what I had heard, the last iteration of the SDK is actually pretty good, and they improved a lot of different things. But there is a disconnection between the between them and Microsoft and mm-hmm. um, and the developers, which is making it difficult uh, for them to transition. Even so, they are transitioning, they are doing um, great things. We have a new aircraft, we have new scenery, we have mm. um, stuff that's actually breaking the rules. We have a uh, jeep, uh, we have, uh, I, I don't want to, well, okay, we have, a, I'll call it a helicopter. Now I will call it a helicopter. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, okay, sorry, um, <laughs> I was going to say something else, but
0: that's a, it's a big stamp for, for for somebody to call that a helicopter because...
2: Yeah, it, it, it's getting there. It's getting there. Well, I have I've had a lot of flack and a lot of flack coming from people because I uh you guys know that we are living some very weird polarizing uh, times in which people have to be either <gasps> it's one black or, or zero. white. It's it's it's, yeah, you're, it's you're, if
0: I'm 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 right, mm-hmm. you don't agree with me, therefore you must be wrong. That is the mm-hmm. That's a whole conversation <laughs> for another video that we need to have. By the way,
2: <laughs> that's a whole other video conversation. Yeah. But yes, sorry, especially yeah, in the
1: helicopter let's... community. Oh yeah, we are on the front lines for that one. You should, yeah. you should, yeah.
0: you should see the flightsim.to. holy, but be- Jesus. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh,
2: yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's that's uh, that's given that's a given in in, uh, mm. in any community not just a flight simulation community and not, not just the helicopter flight simulation community but yeah it's it's really binary you know you you're either left or right one or zero black or white it's just mm. uh if, if you get someone in the middle um the, that person will get flagged from both sides yes. it's like just like you say if, if you know if you are not with me you are against me and both mm. both sides feel that and I felt that I actually felt that um, mm. I, I love the community. You guys know that, but mm. it's not like I was uh, mad or pissed or something like that. But I, I was very uncomfortable and I was very disappointed at some things that happened and some things that I was told and uh, <coughs> that people called me. You know, mm. uh, because I wasn't um, I wasn't praising it to the top mm. when the H135 came out. But I wasn't exactly bashing bashing it either, so I wasn't on either side of the wall, right? I was standing in the middle because I was I did I did I did an honest um, I wrote an honest article about one of the first uh, iterations, one of the first versions of the of the of the add-on of this uh, one H one thirty five, which is a for those that don't know a helicopter freeware helicopter from Microsoft Flight Simulator. It it, it, it wasn't good. The thing is, it wasn't good. Um, it was decent. Um, kinda. It didn't fly like a helicopter. It still has its issues, but it has come a long way and it's it's much better. But that was a community effort. And that's one of the takes, one of the things that I take from the from what's happening with Microsoft Flight Simulator. And it just proves that once again, and uh, I don't think a lot of people understand that we, we know this because we are we are yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator veterans. We are flight sim yeah. veterans overall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. so we have used several scenes we have this we have seen this happening and uh, I believe that a lot of people do, do not have this uh, this feeling and this notion that we do have because they are just getting into flight simulation because let's face it, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, brought a lot of new people, a lot of new absolutely. blood into the scene. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Even guys, even people that um, used to seem back in the days um, and just dropped it for some reason, they are coming back, and they don't realize how these, how, how sims actually work and how they are uh, different. Part of the gaming community. Oh yes, I call it a game. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, here we go again. People are I going against each I me. can feel
1: the hate in <laughs> the comments yeah, already. I we settled that. I'm pretty sure the yeah. community has just resigned themselves to the fact that it's both. It, which but is yeah. the it's a
0: it, answer, but by the way. And, and that is, and and that is, that is such a. And, and sorry to, to interrupt you, Sergio, but the, I really want to sort of sort of unpack that a little bit because. Um, the, these these everything that you've sort of surmised through there is so important to where we are and and talking about this the state of the sim and in, in, not just and in a way not even just msfs but also the the genre as a whole is that this whole lean forward that so many people seem to be doing to be leaning into this idea of you know i'm right you're wrong and you know you're 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 not with me therefore you must be against me that that is that is so detrimental de- detrimental um To the community as a whole, because it takes Mm -hmm. people who sit in the middle. It takes people who look at both sides and go, where is the good? Where is the not so good? And let's find a better future that those people, when they, when they, (laughs) they get, when they cop flack from both sides, they're the ones that will walk away. Because and and, you, and I think that's really interesting that you sort of highlighted uh, so there, Sergio. That you know when you looked at the 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 one three five at, at the start, and as I did, and and I couldn't bring myself to write a review on it because it was that bad. Um, so props to you for doing one. Um, but the fact then that they then took that on board and they went, okay, let's improve it, let's grow, let's develop it, let's do what we can with it. That resourcefulness that ingenuity that community has if we stick on yeah. You know, if if the 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 loud noisy minority keep up this pressure and this social media bias of puritanical bullshit then we all lose
1: yeah what is it obi-wan said only a sith deals in absolutes
0: it's it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um yeah. and, and it's and, and and trying to deal yeah you know, with people who try and deal in absolutes and, and that's when it comes and, and again that and, and looping back around as we always seem to loop around to the it's a game, it's a simulator <laughs> kind of conversation. It's the it's the puritanical ones who as you say, Drew, Siths who deal in absolutes, who say it's a game, mm-hmm. it's a sim. It's
1: both You know, there's an interesting little thing that I just kind of want to segue because it's kind of related. Of course, we all know that the whole Xbox console version of Microsoft Flight Simulator is supposed to be coming sometime this year. I think (laughs) they said late summer. We haven't been given like an exact date or anything like that. So, of course, you realize that that's going to mean there's going to be a huge influx of people who are not only you know, not hardcore simmers or whatnot, but know pretty much nothing about flight sim, except the fact that they see it's a really awesome looking thing and they want to try it. So we need to be prepared for a lot of that coming into the community. And it's not necessarily, you know, people that want to be like, uh you know, playing LOL or WoW or something like that. They're genuinely interested in it, but they may not want to delve as deep as, say, you know, Joe Schmoe who has to have his SIDs and stars in order to, yep. you know, get in the Airbus and fly everything by the numbers. Mm. There's gonna be a lot of people coming in there. They're gonna be asking a lot of questions, and especially as the sim starts to get more fleshed out with other types of vehicles like helicopters and so on and so forth. We're going to find ourselves Uh inundated with people who are playing this Sim Lite, which is still the same Sim. Yep. And I'm sure we'll still have the same features. It'll just be a kind of a different mindset for them. Uh And even more to the point, um, I was having a conversation with another Content creator friend of mine, Jose, uh, you Mm -hmm. may have heard him, the VR Mm -hmm. pilot. And he was mentioning a buddy of his that actually does fly real F-16s. And this is in Homestead at the Air Force Reserve Base that they have down there. He's actually looking forward to doing Microsoft Flight Simulator. But you know what he said? He's actually thinking about getting Microsoft Flight Simulator for Xbox. He's not even thinking about the prospect of PC. Yep. He does this kind of stuff for a living. He wants something where he can get into the sim, it looks realistic, and he can just fly around for fun.
0: He can do all the things that if he did the IRL, the FAA would be on the phone going, hey, I've got a number for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, and that, exactly. And that right there is is a common thread I've heard from many many people who who do fly in real life. They they yeah. fly they fly in, in their sims at home, not to do it for work. I mean, yeah, some do. Okay, and, and props to them. But the vast majority that I've talked to don't. They do it to do all the things they're not allowed to do when they're at work. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, and that's something that, and, 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 and again, we, we've, we've talked about this uh, ad, ad nauseum is that when we have all these people coming in, um, and, and I really truly see that MSFS, um, whether it be PC or Xbox, but Xbox, I think, especially, um, is, is a gateway it's a it's a it's it's the it's the entrance yeah. it's the entrance yep. into a wider larger world um you know it's it's their their initial taste before they uh get told they uh, get asked the question of does it have helipads um yeah it's it's the it's the initial <laughs> sort of thing but when they're not having to they're not worrying about anything more than what is it like to soar above the clouds? Like, what is that like? And having that mm-hmm. taste, where you have, and that's something that, and and I read, and again, I want to pick up on on, on what you said there, there, Drew, where you talked about how it's a the sim light on the Xbox, when actually it is the exact same sim. It's just the inputs will be slightly different because it's all driven off the Xbox right. controller. And funnily enough, if if you're at home right now and and you want to get a feel for what it's going to be like on Xbox, you can do it. Right now, with the sim you have on your PC, because all you need to do is unplug, unpl- unplug, unplug um, all your fancy controllers. Plug in that, which you'll get for fifteen bucks from Walmart. Um, yeah, pretty
1: much. Pretty much.
0: And turn and and turn some of the difficulty settings. Set them to set. What well, I think. What do they call? It? They don't call it difficulty. They call it. Um, uh, I think it's accessibility. Is it, uh, uh, something, accessibility or ex- assistance or something assistance, like that. The assistance level. It's yeah. a, turn the assistance level to medium, not even full. Turn it to medium. And you will find this sim is beautiful to fly. It's a little weird on takeoff and landing, not gonna lie. That's a little strange.
1: Um <laughs> It's weird with a whole task anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the the but you can get that feeling and it's a, like a lot of things. It's susp- suspending your disbelief and go, okay, is this how uh, you, you at home normally sim? Probably not, especially if you've got three different sets of controllers. You you can see my some of my range behind me. But if you set that aside for a minute and go back to when that first experience that you had of your first sim and think about that, about how you were in awe of that and how much more you would have gotten engaged if you had something that is more accessible that you can take more control over improve your learning that's what this does that's what this sim does and it really offers that opportunity so i think that it's been wonderful to see uh and and sergio sort of back to back to your point it's been great seeing the the community sort of produce content and and come to life and watching developers get on board and and actually i'm going to give a absolute huge shout out to lionheart creations right here I want to do this because Lineart Creations um is one of my all-time favorite developers. Um they've been developing since pre FS9. Um and they have been been and and very high quality work, but they're very much set in their ways. They will mm-hmm. do th- they 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 basically did the things they did since FS9 and they've not changed <laughs> until this sim. And with this sim they've had to learn new skills and they had to adapt. And it's been amazing to watch this developer who go, he put his product out to market and it had a less than positive reception at launch. But with each version that he's put out since then, and he's up to, I think, 3.6 now, he has evolved it in ways which I never thought he was going to be able to. Um, to the point now he's you know he's he's completely redone the model it's full GitLift supported models it's full um, he's using 3D gauges now instead of old tired XML gauges so watching developers like that that have been, as I said, as, quite, as high as their quality work is, they've been stuck in their ways for years, learn and adapt and grow and learn from the community as well mm-hmm. to give us a better experience. Like, that's a huge shout-out. So I want to pre props to him. Uh, and he's not the only – they're not the only developer. Other developers are out there doing the same thing. But I just really want to highlight that. It was a, a wonderful case of a developer that was stubbornly going, no, I've always done it this way. It'll. It's worked the, it's worked the same for the last – 15 years it'll keep working and then finding (laughs) not anymore and then finding that it didn't work and went right (laughs) i need to change and accepting that and embracing that change in the same way that i then want to go back and highlight that unfortunately we do also have another group in our community who is so stuck in the past that they want us to hold on to legacy code from fs9 Stop, please. Let us let us let us move on. Uh, let us let us consign that to the annals of history and say we are building on the shoulders of giants. But we can bury them six feet under. It's okay; they've had their time.
2: Uh, it's 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 rather interesting how our works. You know, we can, we can see this happening in a lot of different sims. It's not just Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is. Um, and, and this, this is kind of uh, this. This is just another thing that I got flagged for saying some time ago, which is everyone wants to evolve. Everyone wants X Plane 12 and Microsoft Flight Simulator 2022 and uh, P3D6 and uh, AeroFly FS3 and uh, everyone wants the next iteration, right? It's like well, one of the things is that. If, you get you get a new version and people start asking about the next one which is kind of annoying guys stop doing that we need to get um everything done and properly stable before we move on to the next to the Mm -hmm. next versions but the thing is everyone wants a revolution and everyone wants things to get better and i want better clouds and i want better graphics and i want better (laughs) everything and then a developer comes and say, "Okay, cool. I'm going to do all that stuff, and the old stuff won't work." And the community goes, oh, "No, no, guys, pretty much. Come on, for oh my God, we, does for everybody directly evolve? We need to break it, right? It's like, mm, I want prepared, new stuff. Okay. prepared V five. Oh <laughs> oh V <V4. laughs> four point <laughs> four. Holy
0: bejesus."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. watching the
0: community Giant. melt down over that was like, are you serious? Like you well, literally y- have city. been asking for this for the last 10 years. You finally get it. And I, I seriously, I look at our community and go, and I said, I love our community. I really do. But I love, I look at our community and go, it's like the dog that finally catches the mail truck.
1: You know, what do you do with it? It's like it's
0: finally the community cats <laughs> that gets the new sim. And they're like,
2: now what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. You, you see that a lot with Microsoft Flight Simulator as well. You see, you see it with a lot of, with pretty much all sims. Yeah, But it's pretty, it's pretty impressive how people are angry because uh, some old and real old stuff won't work on Microsoft <coughs> Flight Simulator. Yeah, of course it won't. You know, and I'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. something. If I was in charge of Microsoft Flight Simulator, you probably have a lot more stuff broken because I would try to break it. I would try to make it better. I would try to make it better for developers. I would try to make it better for users. I would try to make it a better product. I, f- I find it, It's when you try to, to when you're developing software and um, you are trying to break barriers, but still making it compatible with, with old stuff, that's a huge rabbit hole you're getting into for a lot of it, different reasons. It's
0: it's it's yeah. It's, you're
2: putting a ball and chain on yourself. Basically. It's, yeah.
0: it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more than a rabbit hole. It's a, it's a, it's an indefinite, infinite infinitesimal abyss that you are plunging yourself yeah.
2: into. <laughs> um, you get you get in a position in which you may not be able to advance enough because you still have these pieces of code that don't let you, and at the same time you mm-hmm. may not have full compatibility with some real old stuff because you actually need to move, even if it's just slightly, but you need to move, up, you, yep. need, you need to move a, move a bit further, right? Yeah. So it is a rabbit hole. It, it is it is quite quite hard. So mm. yeah, expect things to and
0: and that's yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. And 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 that's kind of like where and and, and again like Susan, like you said Gio, if if it had been me in charge of production, um it would have been no backwards compatibility, Period. Um and if the community found a way, I probably would have shut it down. Like I would have been like, yeah, no. Oh, what, what loophole did they find that we forgot to close off? Cool. No worries. First patch, close it off because um, – <laughs> and, and and that sounds incredibly nasty and people say, oh, but you're stopping all this great stuff and coming over. It's like, well, n- no. By leaving it compatible, you're actually stifling the future. You're stifling development um, and you, you, you end up – because if people if that's what people complain about, then as Sergio pointed out, Sergio pointed out you point out, you end up chasing down trying to compa- do compatibility on that rather than trying to evolve and create something new. Um You're and only then as
1: strong as your weakest link. And if your exactly. weakest link is, what is 15, it now, fifteen years, ago, 15 year 15 year years ago,
0: software It's it's ti- yeah. it's time it's time to it's it's time to cut the cord. I, I, I sorry DCS
1: it, it, is starting to break that chain. Now we're seeing that as of what, yesterday? Mm, yep. When they when they launched uh, 2.7, they're still you know dealing with you know legacy holdover from the old code and whatnot. But now they've got like the brand new cloud system, which some are saying puts them on par with MSFS. But yeah, I mean that's a prime example right there. Every time they make an update, they're still beholden to because that's all low, the flaming that's, cliffs planes.
0: That's, that's Lomac code, isn't it? That's yeah. That's it's LOMAC, still
1: code. Lomac code. There's gradually writing on top of it and you know, don't get me wrong, it's still getting somewhere, but it's still very evident whenever a new update comes out and you see all these really old features that are breaking. Uh. Because they're still somehow being Frankenstein <laughs> into the current bill. Yeah. It's really interesting to, to see, and I'm hoping that Microsoft doesn't go down. That same path. While mm, I do think, mm. yeah, it was a good idea for them to, you know, put some backwards compatibility in there with that whole legacy mode. It's exactly as we've been saying, it's a rabbit hole, it's a ball and chain, it can really only hold them back. And I think this helicopter mm. uh, that's out now, the free one, is probably a good example of that as well. Because basically what they're doing is they're hacking the current GA um flight model in order to make this thing do what a helicopter should do so that begs the question when microsoft and sobo actually turn around and come to bringing a true helicopter flight model into the sim how is that particular add-on going to progress are they gonna you know migrate it over to the new model or are they still going to hold on to the old thing
2: well i can actually uh give some insight there because it's it, it's actually rather interesting what they are doing and uh, they are they are going they are going even further than just hacking into the, into the the fixed wing flight dynamics and they are using they are actually and here's one of the cool things why is it that we need the software and we need barriers to be broken and we need mm. new ways of doing things these guys are doing this um, I, I, haven't had a chance to talk with you guys about this. Uh, so this is actually a conversation between friends that is being watched by other friends outside our, our small circle of three. Um, but I, um, I, I don't want to, to make this a technical discussion, but I think, I think it's important because it does prove a point and it does show that, um, bringing new stuff into the Sims, it's not a bad thing and learning new ways of doing things. It, it's actually interesting. And these guys are using something uh, that Microsoft Flight Simulator brought into. For, first of all, let me say something very quick, which is Microsoft Flight Simulator has brought a lot of new ways of doing things that is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And it actually, uh, even though the old timers, the guys that are developing for Microsoft Flight Simulator for some time from um, FS9 or even <clears throat> before that, they will find it weird and um, Harder because you know they know how to do this a certain way. So, this is something new. They're going to learn something new. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But, at <laughs> the, but at the same time, Microsoft is bringing a lot of um, new ways of doing things, which actually build on top of skill sets that are mm-hmm. already available in, um, on, on the job market everywhere. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what they are doing is based on web technology. For example, gauges can be done with HTML5 and JavaScript, and using the, the SVGs, which are a type of vectorial uh, images, which mm-hmm. is, uh, this is all web technology. Yep. And um, you know, uh, it's not like someone that knows web development will know um, this workflow uh, instantly, but if you have a front-end developer and you just teach him the workflow, uh, how is it that things are done in Microsoft Flight Simulator, everything Everything he's going to work with is the same technology that guys probably have working for the past 10 years. So it's HTML5, it's mm-hmm. JavaScript, you know, it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do gauges and stuff like that and systems using languages and using technology that's been available for quite some time. And the way that these guys did the helicopter flight dynamics is not much hacking into the flight dynamics. It's actually using another web technology called WASM, which is uh, WebAssembly. Hmm. And WebAssembly allows you to code flight dynamics, custom flight dynamics, and override a lot, if not all, the flight dynamics from, from from Microsoft Flight Simulator. And that's what these guys are doing. The problem that these guys have been having from the start with the first iterations of the 135 has to do with the fact that the guy that's developing, Dave Amanta, a guy that I've been talking to for quite some time, because you know, I don't just say that people have done this right or wrong. I actually talk to them. Mm. And actually try to help them, even if the ba- on the background I don't need to go shout out on forums that oh look I didn't know I'm just I talk to these guys and try to help them and give them give them my feedback and stuff like that. So Dave is an absolutely amazing guy. Great coder, it has a lot of experience. He's the guy that developed the the flight dynamics for the H135. And why is it that the H135 wasn't that good in the beginning? Was because Dave wasn't coding the flight dynamics properly, although he had done a nice job at it. Okay, he did he did do some hacking based on the on the uh, the fixed wing flight dynamics, okay? So he, he used fixed wing flight dynamics as a start and then he began to improve it. So this goes to show that when you do break barriers and you do look at these barriers as a challenge and has a new way of doing things, you can build better products. You can build different products, right? Mm. We still need a Zobo and Microsoft Flight Simulator to do their own flight dynamics for helicopters. We do need to have a, an easier way for developers to make their helicopters without having to write their own flight dynamic system, their own mm. um, flight dynamics engine. Everything you know that helicopters do, which is really crazy. It is really, you guys know, it's it's just mind-blowing the amount of stuff that helicopters do and have to it, and that's subjected to yeah, somebody many forces there, there it's a mm-hmm. bunch of it's
0: a bunch of parts in an oil leak going somewhere to happen like you know, it's-
2: exactly <laughs> exactly all well, held but, together
1: but, by the appropriately named <laughs> jesus nut
2: <laughs> exactly well it's it, it's not i'm not saying that um fixed-wing aircraft don't have complexity it, it does but it, it's just it's exponential in a, in a helicopter mm. you need to, if you want to do it properly you need to do yep. a lot of different things. It's just physics and math and it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And Dave is, Dave is managing to do that you know and mm. with, each, with each iteration he's getting better and better and better. He's doing it by using the old, the, the new method not the old method. So if you are looking at Microsoft Flight Simulator, and this is one of the cool things that I'm taking from this, uh, from what's happening in Microsoft Flight Simulator, that people are, some guys are breaking the barriers and guys are looking at what's new, and not just holding what's old and trying to still, you know, uh, get yeah. get it to work, hacking and, and into it a, and a, making money. And
0: and and right. that that right there is, is such an important part of going. Okay, so it, it's about find, you know going to find what's new, learning the news way, new ways of working. Whether you're an established developer, whether you're a, a, a first-time developer who goes, I love this airplane in FSX, I want to see it in MSFS. That's fine. Don't just try and drag it in because you cause problems everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, and, and again, I, I have a very strong stance. anybody who anybody who watches me on, on my Twitch channel knows that I have a very, very strong stance on people who who bring content from uh, from legacy Sims and and, and hack it in. Uh, I have a very very strong opinions on what should happen to them as well. Um, <laughs> but but when but but doing it right and and as, the, as you point out Sergio the the, the five team they've grown they've learned and they're doing it the right way that's a, that's actually a really good segue actually to talk about how um, the positives that come out from doing things the right way um, and that came out uh, a few weeks ago uh, during uh, one of the, the the Microsoft updates and and which by the way again shout out to Microsoft for this one for being a hell of a lot more of transparent about what they're doing than any other sim on the market yeah like we never we never hear from ipacs period um lm we hear from once a year maybe uh um, usually a
1: week before they drop something new
0: <laughs> pretty much uh all the week after when they're trying to scramble and, and right. salvage something um uh, Austin, we hear from him a couple of times a year, you know, three, four times a year. But, you know, uh, so by Microsoft, we're hearing from them monthly, at least, if not more. Um, so shout out for them for doing that. But during one of their recent uh, broadcasts, they, 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 they made a discussion announcement that um, they actually have not just gone to and said, hey, great job to one of these third-party freeware developers. They've actually said, hey, you're doing really great work the right way, you want to come and work for us. And of course, we're talking about, of course, we're talking about working title here. Um, And working title have, um, I'm still not 100% across what they do, but it looks like they do mostly G1000 sort of avionics mods, but they also did the CJ4, I think the CJ4 update, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, that's their thing.
0: So they're, they're a group of uh, small company, a group of guys that sort of, again, as Sergio sort of pointed out uh, with the 135 team, they started off doing things the old way. They learned that's not going to work. We need to do things the new way. And they started building and improving and pushing the boundaries of what's possible And that then got recognised, not just by us, the community, but recognised because they went about this the right way, uh, they got recognised by Microsoft and by Sobo, and they have now sort of gone, uh, grown, going for, grown, gone, have now gone, gone, for, legit, exactly, <laughs> gone legit. Exactly, they've gone legit. Perfect. Um, they, they've gone legit now, and actually, so, so you know what, you know, let's bring you into the fold, so that now we all get to the benefit mm-hmm. from my experience here. And I think that's, um, I, I really want to say, I, I think that's a, an amazing thing, an amazing step that. Um, Sober Microsoft took to actually, because what that shows to me is it shows humility because it shows that they don't go, we're, we're the creators, therefore we're the best. Therefore we mm-hmm. have to be the best. It's like, no, they recognize that we're good, but we don't know everything. And there are some amazingly talented people out there in the community.
1: I feel like we predicted this though. You remember when we were all in Seattle and we were all talking to Asobo and Microsoft. That was one of the major things that we wanted to drive home to them was you live or die by the community. Yep. And especially the developers in the community, the guys who they specialize in just this one slice Maybe it's just one plane. Maybe it's you know, how to do a headlight or something like that. Those are the kind of people that they needed to draw in. And it's wonderful to actually see them starting to do that mm. right now. It's kind of yeah. like the, the proof positive of everything that we told them back then. Yeah,
2: yeah but let's, let's, let's be honest as well. It was something that they also told from the beginning they wanted to do. They told mm-hmm. us face to face, we want to work with the community. Mm. Um, the thing is, and they, um, they I, I think you guys, you guys know the spirit that uh, we were taking with us when we went to Seattle, right? You know, yep. let's, uh, we all already discussed it. We were not, we <laughs> didn't have any high expectations. I, I certainly didn't. And I know you guys. I was, I'll, I'll be honest,
0: I was looking forward to a couple of days and somebody paying a uh, hotel bill and some beer meal bill. Like, <laughs> I was not expecting We're going to get drunk I,
1: on your
2: dime.
0: I, I was looking forward to seeing these <laughs> two and basically shooting the shit and catching up and having a few drinks. And then, Christ, we got floored. Anyway, sorry.
2: Uh, yeah, and, the, the, and Microsoft did say that. Uh, they wanted to work with the community we i i wasn't expect i don't think any of us were were expecting this level of compromise yeah, we're all in community skeptical. you know you can go I, I i can just i can just imagine the comments on the video um uh, about it, what, what i'm just saying and uh, people go oh Microsoft is not listening. it yeah it's, Microsoft is delivering everything they have from it since day one. And what they cannot deliver, they are being transparent with us and letting us know it's, this is software development again. So things can go wrong and uh, mm-hmm. decisions can be changed. They have the right to change to change your mind and do things other ways if necessary for the good, for the greater good of the product and the business, mm-hmm. right?
0: And and that's a and and that's a really great and actually actually I really want to touch on that because I think I think that's a this would be a really good final point as well to touch on is that a lot of people sort of get you know, sort of say oh but you know they're not listening to us or they're just rolling these updates they're not they're not updating yeah they're they're giving us stuff when all we want the sim to work you know we the avionics aren't right why are they giving us World new trees update
1: versus sim update so yeah. so so <laughs>
0: so that's actually it. so I, I really want to touch up on, on the on the, the 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 update rhythm and 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 Sergio correct me if I'm wrong here but i believe this is what they call spiral development um because essentially what they're doing is they they have a very clear defined roadmap of what's getting to us every three months we're getting an update and what they're doing is they're saying that every three months you're going to get and you're going to get a major update what that updates will be on a six monthly cycle so you know, drop one will be a sim update where you'll get major sim fixes. So, you know, um, quality of light fixes, you know, overhauls of avionics, overhauls of flight dynamics, overhauls of um, lighting systems, major things that happen that influence, you know, the weather engine, major things influence the sim. Three months later, you'll get a world update, which will be a chance for the, the people who want to or people who need to update. Content, So that'll be things like new liveries uh, will be new airports, new run, new terrain elevation mesh, stuff like that, physical world content. And then you're back to that same cycle again. Now for in a software development terms, that's really, really important because you'll find that they are two different teams. You'll have a, Core and and again correct me if I'm wrong here, Sergio, but you'll, you'll most likely have a and again we're not we're not bear with me, mind folks. This is all educated guessing here from all of our collective experiences. Um, that yeah, you know, you'll probably have a, a you'll have a team that's that's developing and working on core sim content, uh, core sim quality of life, and core sim updates such as mm-hmm. helicopter flight dynamics. And then you have a team who's working on the art side which is the content side so new aircraft new um new aircraft new helicopters new stuff and it gives each of those teams six months to take a small project and do the best job they can for us
2: yeah, um, and just release it. Exactly. And just release it.
0: Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so, so, so that kind of spiral development <laughs> is actually really, really effective. And guess what, folks? That's exactly what Microsoft promised us now it wasn't yeah, it
2: wasn't we'll it wasn't the yeah, the yeah, the yeah. And, yeah and even- and even right now at <laughs> this time there's also i'm sorry to interrupt you Tristan, but just just to add a little bit of information on top of this yep. because these cycles are very important what you're saying is important and it, it it's it's what's happening and uh people that are complaining that they are doing this instead of that no they are doing both But we have another layer right here, right now, um, at this time, that will eventually, that they will eventually disappear, but it is quite important at this time. Because Microsoft is still delivering all this that you just mentioned. Okay, so we do have world updates, we do have sim updates. um, But on top of this, uh, you need to understand that Microsoft, like you mentioned before, is working on the Xbox version. So they need to get the Xbox version out. So these teams, and probably the core team, or perhaps they have another team, um, but I, 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 would, I would probably bet that they have a lot of hands on this right now. They need a deadline. They need to meet a deadline, which is, uh, from what we know, end of summer, something like that, for the Xbox version mm-hmm. to come out. So this is an extra layer. So just imagine this, guys. Microsoft is still delivering these two cycles that Tristan just talked about, you know, the Mm -hmm. SIM update and the world update. And they are, on top of this, they are working on the Xbox version, which I would say is taking away a lot of resources from the team for sure. I don't have any inside information, nothing like that. I'm just, like Tristan said, I'm just doing an educated guess. Yeah, and, just and, from- it's, and, and that's and that's a <laughs> yeah. and
0: that's a really good point. And, and actually, if you you read the so I, I'm one of those people that pays a lot of attention to the the change log and the change notes that come out with each of the patches. Um, one of the things that came out with the latest world update was actually back-end changes to support the Xbox rollout um there was code cleanup there was some if you look at stuff that wasn't in your um that you between when you download stuff. although we downloaded a 23 24 gig patch there was actually a lot of code cleaned up and the stuff that went away as well so this is being prepped ready for xbox and, and, and Sergio makes a really really good point because yeah that that is another layer that's coming that that is going to be there for us in our community um yeah. So, so, rem- and remember, folks, is that at the end of the day, as much as and as much as we've also just spent time talking about, um- <laughs> we need
1: a VR
0: update to Microsoft and
1: Microsoft. Oh. As- I'm just saying.
0: So I, I, I've, I've I've talked to I've talked to some guys and they are very much aware that they need a VR update. Okay, that's good. so, and, but and I know that we've all just talked about how that the, yeah you know, we told Microsoft that the, they live or die by engagement with their commute with the community um, and and they are delivering on that. At the same time, though, I really want to temper that with what I'm, I want to bear in mind that we are. Big supporters of that, and I'm a big supporter of that, and I want you to bear that in in mind before I say, before you hear what I'm about to say. At the end of the day, Asobo are there to make sure that their patches and their updates work and improve the sim. They are not there to play tech support for your third-party add-ons. So now I I say that, I say that with, with with very careful depredation. I can feel the hate flowing already, but um, yeah. And there's two parts to this, there's two parts to this conversation. So the the first part is, is that, as I said, at the end of the day, they do not owe us anything other than a base sim that works as advertised. That's what they owe us. Um, That is the line that Lockheed Martin have used since day one. They do not give a rat's ass about what third-party add-ons you've got. They don't care. They simply, if you try and complain to them about that, they say, "Does the base sim work?" And if you say yes, which you will have to, they will say, "Then it's not our problem." Um, so, laminar
1: is the same way. Laminar does the same thing.
0: <laughs> DCS is DCS is the same thing. Eagle DCS, the same. yep. So, when you do this, when you do the sim updates, when you do the world updates. Before you start complaining and say, a Asobo broke my sim. They're all bosses. I need to burn in hell. I'm going back to prepared. Um, They've been ripping
1: us off for months.
0: Take everything out of your community folder. Everything. Fly the sim. If the sim works and loads and does everything it's supposed to do. And guess what? It's not their problem. You then... Put your stuff back in your community folder one at a time or, you know, two or three, five at a time, whatever, until you find this add-on that broke your sim. And then you go to that dev and talk to them. Okay. Um, Now.
2: Does 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 it sound like it's exhausting to do that? sounds yes, like I'm having déjà vu. It, I it, just
1: went through this this week. Can, so, <laughs> yes, okay, sorry. So so
0: so we're bringing this up because we respectively in our various groups and forums that we moderate and we assist and we help out to it keeps coming up and apparently it's incredibly yeah. hard. So all you need to do is go hike go click on the first thing. So find your community folder which you've been if you've been installing add-ons, you know where it is. Um
1: if you have not, don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. If you, if you haven't then you <laughs>
0: haven't been putting any add-ons in, then you're good to go. So you don't need to worry about it. If you only purchase, if you only get add-ons to the Microsoft store, you don't need to worry about this. But if you go to flightsim.to, if you go to third-party retailers, if you go to third-party devs like myself uh, and get our content and you're finding that you've got issues, then you go to where your community folder is, all the entries you have, go shift, click on the first one, hold down the shift key, click on the last one, Go control X or right-click cut, go up a folder level, create a new folder that call it temporary and go into that folder and go control V or right-click paste
1: and then launch your sim. Okay. If you want even better than that, just take the entire community folder, cut that and put that. A level up because guess what? Yep. When you run the Microsoft Flight Sim update, it, it creates it'll generate a brand new empty community folder that you're going to replace anyway with what you just have Just rename it, you so, can just
2: rename it. It's so then, so yeah, so. Or, or you can even rename, rename just, the damn thing. You just, yeah, you just,
0: you just rename the exactly. So, even easier, just re, so find where community folder is, rename it to community old because it will create a new blank empty community folder for you straight away anyway, and you're good to go. So do that, and you will find that suddenly everything's fine and you're good to go. So now, having you said that- You don't have
1: to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be you know, a, a programming, programming specialist. Been, yes. I've been seeing so much of that. Yeah. Why do they expect us to know all of this stuff? They don't. Um, Pretty simple. If you're going to add all of this stuff in there, that's what the community is here for. We're here to help you, to guide you through that. Because honestly, Microsoft never expected you to do all
2: of that. So you're telling me that people want the SIM to have the ability to have add-ons, even not coming from the marketplace, but then you don't know, you don't want (laughs) to actually learn how to install them on your SIM? and then hmm. and then
0: don't want to deal with it when it doesn't work yeah mm-hmm.
2: so so this, is something that, so this is something that we have for years, for for 20 years or so that we have this yep. way of working with sim so if we want to install add-ons we need to at least have some basic knowledge i want all that but i don't want to go through all the ass but but, but I, Why don't yep. I just buy stuff from the marketplace then.
0: Which, if I or recall correctly, the Xbox which, if I recall correctly, like we had a conversation about that when we when this MSFS was first announced, and we and the conversation mm-hmm. started happening about do you buy add-ons from the Microsoft Store or do you buy it from third-party retailers, do you buy whatever stuff like that, and we all said, buy where you want, but consider buying through the Microsoft Marketplace because Microsoft Marketplace content is going to be delivered and. It's not curated, unfortunately, um, but it is at least generally – but at least it's exposed generally and, and there's a lot more – there is more support for it through that one. Now, having said everything that I've just said uh, that, that t- and that, that we've all just talked about, there is another side to this, which is that um, there are test bills of these world updates and SIM updates that are, that, that are obviously in internal testing with Microsoft and Asobo before release. Um there is a there there is a need as part of Microsoft's commitment and Asobo's commitment to community engagement, where they need to be more engaging with third party developers so that yep. they can prepare for these updates when they roll out. Um, yeah Now, absolutely. At the moment, the 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 they are starting to do that. They are starting to do that, which is good. Um. But from the observations that I've had, um, and, and gentlemen, I'm going to take a guess and say, and so I'm going to speak for you both here and say what you have probably observed as well, is that the developers who are getting access to the early builds of these World and Sim updates are not necessarily the devs that need the access to it. Would that be a good way of phrasing it?
1: Yeah. yeah and I the ones so, that do need access, yeah. if they get access, it's not soon enough in the pipeline yeah. which is because why we, there's we, a big we, disconnect yeah. that sergio yeah. mentioned
2: yeah yeah uh, it was actually you that mentioned it before in the conversation i just took your words uh, drew um, so <laughs> props to you not me credit when credit is you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sorry no but what, what what we are seeing is um I don't know who is it that has access. I know there are some other companies that do have access. But the thing is that a lot of the companies that we see that are pretty active, meaning they have actively developed products for Microsoft Flight Simulator, they are actively distributing those products. Um, and uh, we're talking about PayWare. I'm not going, going into, into into freeware because yep. that's, that's a completely separate thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm talking about those developers that actually have should have a bigger commitment, commitment from Microsoft, from Microsoft, yep. um, in regards with support and giving them the tools so that they can keep on building and developing. And let's face it, just you know, give Microsoft some more money as well because mm-hmm. some of them sell through the marketplace. Yep. But we do see those active developers complaining or saying that they don't have access to these new builds soon enough so that they can fix everything before these builds are released to the public. From what we know, there are other developers working with Microsoft, but a lot of them don't even have products out there yet. So it's kind of, I'm okay with these developers having access if the other developers, which already have products out there and they need to maintain these products and provide good support and don't have to and shouldn't have to be always running behind or lagging behind what Microsoft is doing. I'm okay with all of them have access as long as these guys that already have products out there have access as well because these are the guys that need support from Microsoft. These are the guys that will need to have this stuff working before it gets broken because these are the guys that in the end, if they sell more units, they're going to have more people complaining. They are going to have a bigger strain on top of them, more stress, (laughs) less time to develop, um, or they need to and, interrupt their development cycle yeah, to be able right. to provide support to the product and mm-hmm. it's just a mess it's yeah. it it's a mess it's you know it's it you don't want you can get the first impact the second impact but no it, it gets all pretty quickly and uh, let, let let's just keep this in mind a lot of these developers are very small teams Sometimes yeah, it's just exactly. one guy. So some,
0: sometimes it's just it's mm-hmm. just one individual, yeah, well,
2: and yeah, it's, so often, it's easy enough to reach out. Right. right. So yeah, yeah, it, it, they can get burned out really quickly because yeah. you're not spreading this work among a bigger team. You only have one guy, two guys replying to support, trying to get, in. then we know how the community is. Right? It's not. Like people are going to or everyone's going to be very polite and say, Oh, look, <laughs> <this is cool. sighs> I can wait a couple of I can <sighs> wait a couple of days for you to fix it. So can you just please take a look at it? You get people really angry and uh, being very rude to you and pressing you and stuff like that, right? Yep. So that's something a developer doesn't need. Uh, you you don't need a guy guys shouting they, yeah. at you because something that you have no control over.
0: And and that's yeah, and and that's right. and I think and I and I think uh, Drew, you can definitely say that that's something that the DCS World community is very very mm-hmm. much aware of. Um, Ooh, so I I, yes. I guess it's one of those things that that, <laughs> that where it's where that's probably where we feel that you know there is a an area of opportunity to 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 grow and to that with that engagement because yeah, I 100 agree with this, Sergio that I think that. It, it's less of uh, it's a lesser less of a thing for freeware developers you now. As I said myself, you know I'm a you know one of the third party devs. Um, it, it's it's less of a thing for for freeware developers because we're always going to be around anyway. It's more for those payware developers who who have content they have to have time out. I know Dino uh, Dino Cattaneo of India Fox Teco Simulations. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, always, he he's one of the ones that. Needs to have a lead longer lead time because he's got such a
1: absolutely he's got a
0: wide range of products already out there. Um, so it's you know getting those contracts. And he's making a stuff direct
1: that. impact on the revenue that's being generated for Microsoft and Asobo. Be- because, I mean, yeah, because, it's a no brainer. Why shouldn't yeah. he have earlier access? And I'll be honest with you, the whole reason why this conversation even came up is because of a post that they had on Twitter the other day, which I responded to, mm. where they were asking the community for volunteers to be in the beta test team. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on a second here. Get your devs in first. Why aren't these devs already in (coughs) there? Those should be your first call when it comes to beta testing. They should just automatically be in there because you know, these guys are making money for you.
0: I, I, yeah, I 100% agree. And I I, I, I saw that tweet as well. And I 100% agree that, um, that absolutely, the, the front rank should always be devs that sell content via the Microsoft Marketplace, uh, the in-game Marketplace. That should be rank one. Um, rank two is any other registered third-party dev that's selling payware content um, mm-hmm. through any channel. Um, and then you start opening up to Joe Blow Public. Um, that's where it is. And and speaking of, did you see some of the comments of people saying, oh, we just having to do Microsoft dirty work for them? It's like, if, if you don't want to, that's fine. You don't have to wait till everybody else does the hard work and wait till it's released. Like it's, you, you don't nah. have to do it. You're not being made to do it. It's like the beta branch of DCS versus the uh, stable branch.
1: Anyway. I love watching that <laughs> argument on the MSFS groups because I'm just like none of y'all play DCS it's,
0: it's, do you. It's it's like we we all we all just Welcome the to go. the real world,
1: <laughs> kid <laughs>
2: so you're it's you're so saying drunk. the people again, you're saying the people that are constantly asking for early accesses and betas are complaining because they actually have a beta program.
0: And they actually have to be, <laughs> actually have to give constructive feedback.
2: <sighs> yeah. Mm.
1: So, <laughs> Every single video I make, if, if it's a sim that has some kind of beta, I will have it rolling up on the scrolling credits. Yep. Beta is beta. <laughs> Expect bugs, report bugs. Doesn't matter what it is. Yep. That's the I, rule. If you're going to participate, I,
2: you have. I blame anybody. developers. I actually blame developers. I do. I do blame developers because <laughs> look, no, I do blame developers. I do blame the way they keep that coming out with good become, ideas. Look, the thing. No, the thing is, I blame the way that things have changed uh, throughout the years. I remember me getting very, very, very excited. Because I got accepted on the Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, 10 on FSX beta <sighs> program, which was a closed beta program. Yep. Um. And, you know, it would, it, people would be, it was, it was something that really, it was one of the, as a, as a, oh my God, I'm going to say this, as a gamer. It was one of the highlights. Two strikes of, tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was on one of my, one of the highlights of my story of my history as a gamer. Since you know mm. you have some some things mm. that you do throughout your your life as someone that it's been connected to uh, gaming or in this case flight simulation, mm. and it was one of the highlights when I got accepted to actually beta test uh, FSX. And I got access to it, and we got access to a forum, and it was mm. such a restricted group. But you do did some testing, you do, you did provide some feedback, and then the game was shipped. Mm. Nowadays, um, we have the concept of open betas, which is what Microsoft is doing, right? Well, in a way, because we do have they are they still have this is still closed beta, uh, but it's much much broader.
1: You but got the thing is, more people people options. are still used yeah.
2: to the betas, to the beta programs, or to open beta programs that this is nothing special for them. This is just, oh, we now have to test their software. The,
0: the myth, the early access mm. myth, it's the early access. I, <laughs> I blame the early access myth. Like I, I, on one level, I get it because especially, you know, so, that, so picking up on that surgery, I mean, the, the, the fact is, is that the, the variations of hardware now are so much more different from what they were back, even when FSX came out. Like FSX was basically... Anywhere in the world, if you said you had a personal computer, you could name, most likely name, probably within three or four goes, what the components were. Like from motherboard up, you could do it. Because there was not that much hardware, not much not that many options available. And the development cycle of hardware was not that fast. But now, one of the realities of, 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 having to do, I think, you know, not, not, I said, I don't necessarily agree with the, the open beta process that the will access process, the world takes. But I think one of the explanations is the fact that there's just so much hardware disparity now. Um, like in my, in my, the, my system that this is currently recording on, I've got parts that are both three months old and parts that are pushing five years old.
2: Yeah.
1: Sam?
0: And, yeah, exactly. you know, and i and, and, and everything in between. And everything in between. So, you know, you got that, that, that. And it's and and I, I personally miss the days of where you bought the game. And then if you were lucky, if you were really lucky, a year later, you got one expansion pack. <laughs> patches? Patches? <laughs> there were no patches. <laughs> Yeah, or you got a, a three and a half inch floppy in the mail, which had like three files on there. That was your patch files. Like you, you wrote to mm-hmm. them and they sent it to you, replied, you know, free of charge. They sent you the patch files. Like that's, I, I kind of miss those days. I, I do kind of miss those days. So,
1: miss the Star Wars galaxies days when they just uh, incorporated Jump to light speed. <coughs> I was into beta for that one, by the way. And that was a closed beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Good, good times. Slide. Good times. And no, nowadays we have hot fixes and patches and world day, updates. Day one patches updates.
0: that are, the day one patches that are a reinstall a reinstall of the entire game.
2: <laughs> yeah. We have definitely. we have uh, world updates, team updates, 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 and <laughs> people still complain.
0: Twenty, uh, tw- oh, <laughs> God, don't even talk to me about that last world update. So the, the Benelux world update with Australian internet, 23.5 gig. It took me 14 hours to download that sucker. Wow. Anyway.
2: So well, we can next time we can probably mail you some floppy disks.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out how many floppy disks that would take.
1: Do I even it's have to do not Don't remind me about that tapes. Matter. Wow. Um
0: so overall, we, we wanted to take this opportunity to have a look at that that this uh this the state of the sim as it were and have a look at where we're at and, and where we've gone and where we're going to and and sort of have some of these roundtable discussions because we've seen both some some step changes and we've also seen some 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 honoring of commitments. And we really want to highlight that because there's a lot of people get very wrapped up in this, as we talked about earlier, very wrapped up in this them and us, black and white, right and wrong. When there's actually a lot, people get fixated on the negative when there's been a lot of positive and we we don't get me wrong, the, the negatives are there 100%, but we need to talk about the positives as well. We need to stop the the, the negative trope. We need to talk about the positive. And, and I really want to highlight how important honesty is in this community, um, whether that be from devs to us, uh, to us back to the devs, but to us... To each other. That is in building that foundation of honesty and truth and trustfulness is really important. And that's something that we will all bang on uh, forever and a day because it is so important. If you have a problem with a sim, we all do. Be honest about it. Be honest to yourself about it and feed it back. Give the feedback to the right party. Uh, don't just complain about it. Do something about it be part of the solution as the, the old saying guys.
2: Yeah. There, there is something very important that I would like to highlight, mm. um, which is uh, that th- there's something that you, that you just mentioned a few minutes ago, which is actually true, but it has to be like that, uh, which is, Oh, uh, guys complaining that oh no, Microsoft wants to test their software. Yes. That is how it is. To, it has to be. Because let's face it, guys. This is an extremely complicated piece of software. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's imagine a parallel universe in which Microsoft only releases Microsoft Flight Simulator after they go through um, a very controlled closed beta. There's no no release. Okay, so the game is on release. No, no day one finished. patches,
0: no three-month patches, just, a yeah. Yeah, just once a year, maybe. They are going through...
2: They're going to release the sim with the world the way they want it, Mm. flight dynamics the way they want, everything working the way they want, you know, helicopters added in, gliders, all the stuff that we wanted, we are demanding, and they would only release the sim after everything was in there and uh, via a series of beta programs, of eternal beta programs with obviously a limited amount of people because they cannot control means of people, Mm. Right. This sim would not be released for another five to ten years. At yep. least. Because you would have limited testing ability. That's the fact. Yep. We would not have Microsoft Flight Simulator installed on our computers right now and we would not it, have it for another five to ten years. It, it, if Microsoft like, yep. was to wait for everything to be perfect. And We and, yeah. as a community are an integral part of this process. We are testing the same for Microsoft and that's how it has to be done.
0: And, and that is so true because, and the other thing is being, being part of, as I said, I've been part of many closed beta tests over the years, is that usually, in, especially in the old days, is that you would be given a set of test yeah. scenarios you had a to test, test against. Test. You know, these are the things that you test against. These are the things that you're testing. But we as a community, when we're involved in this, in these closed and open betas and these bigger scales, we test things they
2: never think of. So exactly. think about that next mm-hmm. time next time yeah and it's yep. a huge piece of software it's yeah. uh it's pretty you know heavy. hundred and something <laughs> gig two hundred gig isn't it <laughs> yeah. considering yeah. the size of the software considering what you just mentioned um a, a few minutes ago tristan the sheer amount of hardware out there yeah. the different graphic cards from not only the chip the different chip ma- chipset manufacturers but also the actual manufacturers of the, of the graphics card yeah. You know, the motherboards, everything, everything working in, in together to actually uh, render and get the scene to work. It's so different from so many uh different ages, like you were saying, you know, I can have a, a graphics card that it's with one month old and some other part of the computer that's five or six yep. years old, stuff like that. It's the sheer amount of hardware and software combinations it's its, it's so big and yep. the software is so complicated that yeah Microsoft is building this and they did they, they say this from the beginning they said this from the beginning they are building the same with us so we are all part of this of this development So if you the next time you ask you try to take a job at Microsoft and you go oh no we have to trust their software yes that is exactly what you're doing and this is exactly what you why you should feel. Like part of um, the development of Microsoft Flight mm-hmm. Simulator, yep. and part of this small miracle that just popped up—you know—a uh, bit over a year ago, and no one was expecting it to pop yep. up, and here it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Such and, an amazing. Yeah, not, not
1: even
0: not, not even a, e- not even a year ago. It's like, it's this thing, remember, folks, is that this thing has not even been out a exactly. year yet. Exactly, and, and, and it's I remember like
2: seven being, months now. Yep. I remember three absolutely fantastic and very handsome guys saying that <laughs> this was just I don't know this was just be. the beginning <laughs> of the road and this is what this is a path and stuff like that. You no know, those three guys? Oh, I On that? Kristen. On that? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I know. I, I, I remember some, some French and
0: German saying that stuff. Anyway, so folks, uh, that is going to wrap up our, uh, Three Grumpy Simmers. Our, our first episode for 2021. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, we have, we're, we're a little late, but there, there is more coming. We also are the technically challenged Simmers. You don't even want to know what happened pre- Free roll
2: anyway stop threatening <laughs> stop threatening the viewers saying that there's more coming there's more, there
0: more there's more uh <laughs> all right folks so that is <laughs> gonna round out uh, the uh uh the the three grumpy sinners for this this episode so uh, i want to say a huge thank you to my other two fellow grumpy sinners thank you to you sergio from helisimmer.com
2: Thank you, guys. See you next uh, episode, whatever that is. Whatever
0: that may be. And uh, thank you, of course, uh, to uh, Purple Hat Wearing Tomcat Aficionado. I love the uh, I, I, I love the calendar in the background. We just I think we need Black Bunny. I don't know what I don't know what month is Black Bunny, but we need Black whatever month Black Bunny is. We need. I'm to make not sure. Even
1: sure that it's on this particular calendar. I generally don't look to see what the next oh, months are, well. so I want to be surprised. This particular one, though, is. Um, one of the two Tomcats that was involved in the second Gulf of Sidra incident. So nice. this one has some fame behind it. Anyone who's ever played Falcon 4 and heard the, yes. the vocals in the beginning? That's, yeah. It's the pilot in Rio in that guy right that, there that you That, video, that video is excellent.
0: All right. So thank you to you. And so Priceless. folks, don't forget to check out helisimmer.com for all your sensational, well not sensational, but all your important uh, both simulation and helicopter simulation news. And of course, don't forget to check out Drew and Belgio uh, Drew Belgio's channel over on YouTube for all of his exciting story adventures. Uh, particularly some coming with troop embarkation and disembark- disembarkation in the Persian Gulf very shortly. And of course, maybe give this channel a like and a subscribe to this video, this channel. A like and subscribe. Be kind oh,
1: of Maybe, definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's just, just it's, no. It's just trying to stand on the his bill, butt the bill here bill
1: to I'm get dead, the marketing dead. up for his own brand. I suck <laughs> at it. I'm terrible. No, I just.
0: My no, problem no, no, is, no,
2: no. I'm this, honest. This, this guy is putting up with me and Drew for so <laughs> <seconds>. long. <laughs> he deserves it. Okay, just yeah. yeah All right, if I, I, this, this build, oh, would yes, not exist without him exactly the guy just goes yeah okay i'll let you talk about helicopters just you know to get an extra subscriber to my channel which was me hey
0: the helicopter mafia (laughs) you're all a damn terrifying anyway thanks very much Mm -hmm. for watching folks take care safe scars to all and we will see you on the next episode (laughs) bye for now